0: The Alien Saga Podcast, with your hosts, Jane Prater and Ryan Seed. Perfect Organism is the only exclusive alien podcast of its kind,
1: with our official discussion group, the Wayland yutani Bulletin. Check it out. Independently targeting particle beam failings, for I have city with this puppy we got tactical smart missiles base plasma
2: pulse rifles rpgs we got sonic electronic ball breakers we got nukes
1: we got knives
2: sharp sticks knock it off Watson. all right gear up was there an alien on board yes you still don't understand what
0: you're dealing with do you
1: welcome to perfect organism the alien saga podcast this is episode 44 um today we have a little bit of a round table we have a uh a few guests with us: Ross, an admin from the Wayland Duttony Bulletin; um, Aaron Percival, who is—I think—you're the head runner for AVP Galaxy, even though I know you work with somebody else. You're the big, you're the only name that I attribute to it. Uh, so there are two of us. Yeah, <laughs>
3: and uh, I, I, I'm like the public face.
1: Yes, you are. <laughs> and uh, Michael, uh, a fan, a member of the Wayland Duttony Bulletin, a fan of our show. We were talking a few days ago, and I said, "Hey, do you want to be on the show?" And he's like, "Yeah." So I said, let's do it. Um, And then Ryan, our (laughs) co-host. So really, I just want to kind of start off with, uh, you know, obviously we had kind of a death in the family, and that sounds kind of funny to say, but I really feel it's true. Like, Bill Paxton really has been, his character Hudson, has been kind of the soul of this series in some ways. Like, a lot of people reference him all the time, or the game over, and I just want to kind of... Uh, throw it off to everybody to kind of tell me what what his, the character his character meant to you um, in terms of aliens uh, and just kind of honor him um, before we kind of move into the larger uh, trailer discussion. So, Aaron, what do you think? What 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 in terms of hearing he's that he passed away? Like, how is his? I know you're kind of a big Marine guy. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Well- no,
3: Aliens was the first of the films that I actually saw, so you know that's why it kind of has a. No, before I say, it, I've got no, none of the films I hold above each other, um, apart from Resurrection and the AVPs and stuff <laughs> like that. But um, and Prometheus, and Prometheus, um, <laughs> but the the initial trilogy, I love, I love all of them. as equals, and I can never pick a favourite. But Aliens will always have that little, you know, that little special place because it was the thing that introduced me to it. Which is, you know, another reason I'm quite fond of the Marines. It's why Hicks is sort of my online alias, as you will. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Hudson is Bill Paxton. You know, he was so great in that role because, as written, you know, it is a, it is a little bit of a cheesy role. You know, all, all, all the one-liners and everything, you couldn't – You people try to pull that off in, in you know, in current action films and um, – You know sci-fi films and it's just it it never comes across as great as as it did in the 80s especially when bill paxton's doing it there's little anecdotes i like um rico ross he did a interview with uh i was there too i think it was um it's like a podcast that interviews like secondary and tertiary actors and characters um from the films and rico um talked about being on set with bill and how it just seemed like it was overacting everything and how it was going to look ridiculous. But then when you see the film, obviously, it is not he's, he's a great sort of like, um, he's, he is the Marines throughout the film. you know, he starts off all braggish and he's got all this bravado, and then the shit hits the fan, and you know, he's, he's the morale, I suppose, of the marines throughout the film. And it's a great visual um, to go along with it. And he has so. let's face it. If we are quoting aliens, who are we going to be quoting? Oh yeah, for sure. It's gonna. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's you know it's always it's always sad when we lose um, when we lose an actor of a film that we that's so close to us. Um, you know, well you know, you, you kind of expected. You kind of expect it with some of the alien cast, you know. John, as devastating as that was, he had just been fighting, you know, had just been fighting cancer, he was an old fella, so it's still a shock and it's still disappointing. But you know, Bill was, I mean, it was what complications from heart surgery,
1: yeah. And he was only 61, like a, so he uh, wasn't uh, very old at all,
3: mm, so it's, it's even more of a shock in, in those circumstances,
1: and it, it feels weird
3: to, you know, be. You know, we've never met these these people, and they still mean so much that it, it really, you know, it's really disappointing when, when they do go. Oh totally.
0: yeah.
1: yeah. Ross, what about you?
4: Um, I, it, oh, I don't know. It's just sad. It just made me. Uh, I I understand what because you, you could be the healthiest person in the world and you get told when you're going for an operation, uh, there's a percentage of complications, blah, blah, blah. It's an operation, anaesthetic, blah, blah, blah. It's part and parcel, but then when it takes someone that you know, gave you, it doesn't matter which what role he was in, whether it was Hudson, and Hudson, you know, by golly, what role, but... And what character and what an act, what job he did acting that role. But he, he's—I—I don't know of a film that doesn't have him in that you don't go, "Oh no, Bill Paxton's in this film." At uh, uh, no point have I ever felt like that. Even like Twister, and Twister's awful, but yeah, it's, yeah. it is what it is. It's, <laughs> you know, Bill Paxton's probably the, the bit that holds those kind of films up. It is I don't know. Just, uh, just, just feel sad I just I don't know how else to feel about it like like Aaron said you don't know these people so you, but you there is a there is an earnest like do, character you? at least like so it feels like Hudson's dead yeah, yeah. You know, it feels like that character is dead rather than but you know that does it does the death of someone make make that person warmer in our eyes the further it goes down the line like think about all the movies that John Candy might have been in if he was still alive. Mm -hmm. But then you hold his movies that he was in with great warmth or however, you know, you look upon that actor. Um, I don't know. Maybe it solidifies their, you know, it solidifies them in our heads when they pass away. Unfortunately, it's just one of those life things. It's just sad that it had to be someone so young. 61's no age at all. Yeah. Just, you know,
2: so just that. You know.
1: Yeah. Michael, what about you?
2: Well, I guess, I mean, I guess I kind of took it a little hard because he was my childhood. Um, you know, for me, aliens was w- what I grew up on. I mean, that was right when I was at that, that age. And so I guess it was kind of a family thing. And, you know, I think every one of us has had a friend. In our groups our friends throughout school and throughout our days, that is just like Hudson. Yeah, you know, there's always the guy that's, you know, the com, you know, the, the the comedian, you know, then the tough guy, you know, that always has the one-liners, and it just his character was so comfortable. Like it just you you could see that type of person with you, you know. Started off the movie where he was, you know, the, the tough guy and cocky and then all of a sudden everything happened And he freaked out and then he pulled himself together and you know, it just I don't know I, I you know, I, but I think what made me the worst was that everybody Had these little memorials for him and we're talking about him, and everybody and the funniest thing is I think three-quarters of them Never mentioned he was in aliens You know everything was you know, oh he was in titanic or all oh, he was in uh, true lies yeah. or he was in this and they and I'm sorry, but if i if I think of him immediately as soon as I see his face, I think God's right off the bat, yeah, I mean you know you know, and everybody knows the lines like we said, so I don't know i for me, it was uh you know it was a kind of a shock to my childhood system, I guess you could say,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it's weird when these people uh, you know, and Aaron, you hit on it, but really, these characters live on in in our psyche, they are not just characters in a movie but they they at least i believe for me you know ripley's a big one for me they kind of they help you along and on on your way in, in whatever way that it worked for you and so they're living in your head even though hudson dies in aliens you know he dies in aliens at the end of aliens he's dead um but he didn't die for us the actor's alive there's a part of him that is alive but now there's this like finality when we see hudson die in aliens that's it you know um mm-hmm. he is really gone um but uh, before I, I get into my spiel, I want to hear from Brian. Hear what you think.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just kinda echo what everyone said. And I mean, um, Aliens was the one, the first movie I saw in the series. And uh, yeah, I mean, Hudson's character, uh, Hudson was the character that really stood out to me. It just uh, it helped make the movie so memorable. I mean, he's one, of, not only one of the most memorable memorable characters and and like action sci-fi movie but i just think in, in film in general and uh um so many people here aren't even fans of aliens or the series you know they know they know hudson they know the lines you know the game over man game over all that just uh he just brought to life um such an iconic character and really um you know a lot of Paxton's character, you know, characters he played throughout his career were just just very memorable. You know, I always looked forward to the seeing films with with Bill Paxton in them, and uh, he just came across very just very believable, very down to earth, just uh, just uh, someone you can really identify with. And uh, yeah, I just it was it was a shock. That was really yeah, was really sad to see he, he was gone. And yeah, sixty one is just way too young. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty devastating. I mean, we lost so many people in 2016 and now lose, you know, John Hurt and, uh, Bill, Bill Paxton now. And it's just, uh, you know, this year with, for aliens, it's just, it's really, it's been hard, you know, it's, um, uh, and, you know, it's, it's hard, of, really hard for me to really believe that he's gone, but. Um, but yeah, his, his performances and it'll live on, you know, for basically for as long as there's, there's film, you know, and we can keep watching his role, you know, his films. I I just watched Apollo 13 the other day and he was fantastic in that as well. And, uh, you know, it's, um, it's, it's sad, but, uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, but it's, been, it's been great to see, you know, all the dedications and people that just really um, how, how he touched so many people and everyone here too. So um, Yeah, yeah, so that's that's my thoughts on it.
1: Absolutely. And like you guys so many of you guys I my first alien film was aliens um, I wish it was alien actually just because right now it's my favorite film of the of the series mm-hmm. next to alien 3 and then aliens um, and uh, I you know Bill Paxton, his character of Hudson, is the guy that's saying what we're all thinking, but we're all trying to be strong. You know, if you think about the cast of Aliens, they're all trying to be strong. They're trying to be strong for each other. They're trying to be strong for Ripley. They're trying to be strong for, the, for Newt. But... Hudson's like fuck that, like no, I'm scared, you know, and uh, and the only one who kind of who Hudson kind of burst their bubble is Burke, and he's just like, well, you know, his line, why don't we build a fire, sing a couple of songs, um, like <laughs> he's just like enough of it, you know, um, but I think Hudson's character, which I what I love is it's it's true because if you look in the army or in armed services or people who are involved in some type of service, some people do crack. Under pressure they go in they're like yeah we're great we're great we're great and then the shit hits the fan and they're like a little puddle in the corner you know Um, that's that's a reality Hudson was a very realistic character he was over the top but we all know like Michael said we know people who are over the top who kind of uh, who uh, who kind of have those one-liners who are the kind of funny guy the main event of our our group of friends but uh you know, think about Bill Paxton, there's a show that he was on that was awesome called Big Love. I don't know if any of you guys saw that. It was on HBO. Um and it, it was is. about polygamy. Um and oh, yeah. he was the the husband on the main he was um, he was the star and then he had like two, three or four wives in it and he was fantastic. Um mm-hmm. and you know, he was in um Tombstone with Michael Bean and uh yeah. Val Kilmer and he was amazing in that. I mean, he has a lot of under Underrated and understated roles. Um, I think he's a yeah. good, um, he's a really good uh, background, background character, but supporting cast. He's just a really good supporting actor. Um, and uh, frailty. Have you guys seen frailty? I've
2: not oh, that
1: one. Oh, mm-hmm. frailty is yeah. fucked up. Like it stars, oh. it stars Bill Paxton, and he's a father of two sons, and he's raising them very, very specifically. Um, and it just kind of descends into this hell. Um, and his sons yeah. end up kind of becoming something terrifying under his tutelage. Um, you guys should right. really check it out. It will blow you away. Um, at the we'll, end of, at the uh, end of we'll Frailty, I, I just was like, fuck, what did I just watch? I mean, <laughs> he was amazing. Uh, if you have mm-hmm. to see any movie that you haven't seen by, up uh, with him in it, see Frailty. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, so I, that, I, there's, you know, of course, Twister is a big one, and then Titanic. I remember in Titanic, he his role again is a supporting role, and he's kind of investigating the the shipwreck, I think, in the beginning. And I think that's his only yeah. role in yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's he has so many, he has such, he has so many places in kind of film history, and in terms of like things that he's done, Terminator. You know, the only guy to be killed by a Terminator, a Predator, and an alien. You know, um, who can say that? Um, it's pretty cool. So. That's my send off to him. I mean, I've been thinking about him quite a bit since I've heard the news almost every day. Um, but uh, so thank you guys for talking about it. And I just think it's important. I think it's important that we honor these people and I feel like in some ways they honored us with their performances and it, they stick with us and we remember it and it affects us and we bring it with us and it, and, and it informs who we are and what we do. And uh, so I think it's only fitting to kind of send that back to him wherever he is now.
2: Well, that's great. Fucking great, man. Now what the fuck are we supposed to do? We're some real pretty shit now, man. You finished? Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we gonna do now? What are we
4: gonna do? Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Um, fucking I Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh we're
1: gonna Sorry. get into uh, the trailer discussion and of course Ross you're happy I know you haven't seen it you're gonna wait till the movie comes out whatever you want to do if you want to stay that's fine we're gonna talk about it um it's a pretty um, amazing trailer so
4: yeah uh, well I mean I said what I was gonna say about it before the conversation I mean like obviously um you know I, I don't want to st- like I said to you Jam, before I don't want to stifle your conversation about this trailer because I want you guys to be able to talk about it without me because I'm just a being a, a worse apparently by not watching the trailers <laughs> or, or any of the prologues or you know, but, but you know my reasons. So um, oh yeah, um, I'll bug out. I'll make my apologies. I'd love to be on another show. It's good to talk to you oh, all, guys. Sure. You know,
2: absolutely good to talk know. to you. Nice
4: to meet you, my Michael. Um, and uh, nice to finally speak to you as well, Ryan. That's um, yes. Ross and Aaron. Hopefully, I'll see you at Olympia. In yeah, you you're going to London. Yeah, with bells okay. on.
3: Yeah, I'll
4: see you there then, mate. <laughs> and hopefully I'll drag Bill along if I can get him away from his newborn baby. So <laughs> we'll see. Um, JM, thank you very much for having me. Thank Ryan, you, sir. Well. I appreciate um, it. Yeah. You Talk take you care, soon. and I'm going to... I'll speak to you guys soon. Thank okay. you. Take care.
0: See you later,
1: All right, so uh, yeah, this trailer, I-, I thought it was pretty incredible. Uh, I was talking about it with Aaron moments before it released. We were thinking it was going to come out <sighs> after 6 on... On what day was that? Uh, uh, when Wednesday. Last or- Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then where I was chatting with Aaron and I was like, oh shit, because it leaked. Um, and I wasn't about to share the leak because I don't want to get involved in that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, and I was like, hey, they just released it, you know. And, and I think Aaron, it was probably like one in the morning for you.
3: Yeah, just about.
1: <laughs> just like, oh, I'm gonna go to bed.
3: <laughs> I was getting ready as well. It's like, oh shit, I wasn't ready for this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so first thoughts and uh, whatever. Whoever wants to speak first can speak first. I know, Michael, you have a lot to say. Um, I do too, but I, I'm always talking, so I'll be the last one. So yeah, tell me people's first thoughts of what they saw.
2: Um, I guess. It's- well, I was, <laughs> I actually remind—I got online right after I saw the leak came out, and uh, I just happened, I'm like, do I want to watch it? No, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch the leak. I'm afraid that, you know, there's going to be stuff on there that I don't want to see. And within moments later, I think I actually contacted you and said, hey, did you hear that something had come out? And within a matter of seconds, next thing I know, all of a sudden, the, the Covenant page put up the trailer. I guess they figured, well, the, you know, the cat's out of the bag. We might as well just go with it now. And, uh, it was absolutely incredible. Um, maybe it's because I had so much emotion hoping for this movie to just be what I wanted it to be. And then to see it right off the bat and it was like immediate action. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I think we, I think we might have something here. You know, this is, this is looking pretty good. And, uh, you know, so cool. And it was, the trailer was so neat because I mean, Prometheus, you know, even though we all know how we feel about Prometheus, um, the trailer for that movie was just it, the trailer was just beautiful. Yes, I mean just mm-hmm. absolute yeah. beautiful, and 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 even the movie itself. If, if nothing else, you take away it's the absolute beauty of the scenery and the sets and stuff is just gorgeous. Well, you know, you you come right into middle and, and you knew it was it was the next in the line from Prometheus because it, it had that feel. I yeah. mean the you know the landscape, the setting, everything, and it was just like it immediately just. Started off slow, then the words came up, and then the next thing you know, you're on the roller coaster. And it was it was incredible. It, it just was. I, I didn't know what to say. I mean, like I said, I, I watched it about a dozen times after I saw the first one, and uh, just goosebumps on my arms, and I'm thinking, and I think it just seems like, you know, somebody finally listened and said, you know what, this is what we missed. This is what we need. Let's take it back to, you know, was a 1979 alien in that, that creepy horror, you know, just no holds bar. And, and me, uh, me personally, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. I just, I, I, I can't even, I can't even describe it. Yeah.
1: It was pretty cool. Aaron. Shall I go? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um.
3: So the first, you know, the first trailer, um, didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, it was cool to finally see um, some genuine footage of what we'd been seeing, you know, leaks of and stills of and everything like that. But it, it never it never really blew me away. It didn't didn't really excite me, mostly because I suppose I've been trying to sort of maintain like a neutral, you know, neutral opinion of it until we until we do see more substantial stuff. So you know, mm. I wasn't I wasn't. You know, people are rightfully disappointed about Prometheus, so. There's some level of trepidation there, yeah. yeah. Um, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to let that disappointment or trepidation really sort of drag me down when it came to the new one. And on the flip side, of that, I also didn't want to be a over, a, you know, overzealous fanboy who was squeeing over everything. <laughs> um, but <laughs> that sort of changed when the new trailer came out, um, because this last week I've become. Genuinely amped for this film. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's oh, it, it's it's been hard not to. I mean, this this new trailer is binge. Was it was genuinely exciting. Yeah. Um, it it showed the film in what I think is a more accurate light. You know that one of the comments that I saw about the the first trailer was how it looked like a cheap a cheap film. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't necessarily agree with it, but having now seen. The new trailer and the scope that it's sort of putting across i can sort of see where that opinion came from you know it looked very very small spaceship sets all the time and you didn't really get a good sense of the scale that the film's going to be offering this new trailer oh it, it showed you otherwise i mean rather than those close small shots you've got big views of uh, of the um the waterfall you know the jungle the the even the shot of the derelict or the juggernaut sorry in uh, in these ones you know it looked bigger it looked grander yeah mm-hmm. and you've got like the uh the the scenes towards the end of the trailer where it's showing you more of a a big feel kind of um kind of film you know something worthy of a couple you know that's probably gonna be what like 100 mil maybe i don't know yeah. and the budget hasn't come out yet but you know what i mean it, it made the film look more
1: impressive it made it look um like would spent money on it
0: yeah absolutely yeah
1: and mm. it's big it's big like it, it the film seems most alien films even even i think with prometheus we have the interior set of the of the temple or whatever, or wherever they're at. And then we have the spaceship. And you you va- you go you pivot between those two places. Um, yeah, that's, and, that's and, the problem with that film. Yeah, uh, well, well, one, one of, one of many. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> then you have the other Alien films. Um, you know, Alien, which, which was, of course, a masterpiece, but it took place on a ship. It was the first of its kind, so that's fine. Aliens, again, vast, it, it kind of started off in a little bit bigger of a scope, but it was on um gateway and then it was on only on lv426 and they were kind of moving around there but it was very claustrophobic still and then uh, alien 3 only one place um lots of movement but only in one place and covenant is like grand like like you're saying you're saying Aaron. i mean waterfalls and fields of wheat and um there's a quick shot of I don't know what it was. It looked like bodies in front of some monument. I I don't know what that place was. It's
3: my favorite shot of the trailer. It's amazing.
1: And it has the kind of like um, space jockey feel to it. Like, what the fuck is this?
2: You know? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Well, what's kind of cool too, is you notice on the trailer, how like we're talking about like the grand, you know, how much it's a bigger scenes, bigger movie, bigger place. They constantly kept going from like in the ship and somewhere huge. then in the ship, then somewhere huge. And it was like to show you that, Hey, We're not just going to be in one place. It's still, it's, it's, it's getting
1: big. Yeah. Hmm. And we don't really know, like, I mean, I guess the alien, it looks like the alien gets into the ship, but I don't know if that's just, I think it's the ship on the planet. I don't think it's the ship. Like the question is, is does the alien make it back to the covenant? That's because it looks like they send down a, a, um, uh, shuttle or whatever. Um, but then at the end of the trailer, you see the alien kind of on top of that ship. Um, trying to get in, so, so does it follow it yep. up? I don't know. It's very interesting. But also, too, with the trailer, some a lot of those shots actually were shots that we had seen in the first one. They were just a little grander. Um, yeah. So they haven't really been showing us too much, except for the big reveal of the creature itself. Which,
3: I, I honestly didn't mind that. I really expected them to sort of push the alien angle. Yeah. You know, it seems it seems to be the big take, not to obviously say they haven't actually thought more about it, but the big takeaway from the recent uh, set uh, reports has been, you know, Ridley Scott's heard you, um, heard your complaints with Prometheus, you're getting aliens in it. Mm
4: -hmm. And
3: obviously the lack of aliens wasn't that film's real problem. Yeah.
1: What's the the deal with the spin on that? Why is that spun like that? I don't understand it.
3: I I don't know. Um, I guess it's, it's just what they, what they think the main the main issue was. Yeah. Um. I can't really speak for the, for their mentality, but uh, ever since that, you know, it 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 was renamed and they pushed the the alien um, the first teaser poster. Yeah. I've I've sort of always been expecting them to really push the old creature on us, um, because that seems seems to be where they're coming from. That seems to be what they think is is the big draw compared to Prometheus. I suppose on a superficial level it may be. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we, we all know that there was more to more problems with Prometheus than just that. Um, so actually seeing the alien in the trailers honestly doesn't bother me. Um we we, kn- we know what the alien looks like, um in general anyway. So I don't I didn't really see I didn't really see any reason to get up in arms over them, you know, showing us the, showing us a money shot.
1: Yeah. And it's called and by, Alien.
3: We know we're going to see him. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. And they're still keeping the Neomorphs a secret, which I think is is cool. That's, yeah. That is what I would like to see them maintain. I don't want to see much of the Neomorphs in the marketing. I don't no. want to see lots of Alien. But by God, that, you know, those first sort of couple of shots of it and then that money shot. Yeah. I think I, prob- I, think I probably had shivers then. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, we we haven't seen a proper alien
4: since... Aliens. <sighs> yeah, well, so aliens. as far as Alien 3. But, you know, well, the last
1: time... I, I, was... There's a couple of scenes. In Alien 3, that, that effects work was so shitty um, that I yeah, feel like... You can't appreciate it in the film, Now Yeah, you, you go between Alec Gillis in that terrible suit, and then you go between... Rod Woodruff. And the they're suit. two separate creatures. One's small and thin, mm. and one's, by comparison, bulbous and large and just looks terrible.
0: yeah. Mm. The, do the, the, do Good. so I
3: was going. I was going to say, but the the design, you know, uh, put put the effects work to the side and, and the compositing and all that out yeah. the way. But when when you see the design, when you see the Marquette and the little models.
1: Oh, beautiful! Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we get the god awful AVP requiem creatures. <laughs>
0: um,
3: you know, we go from those big, fat, <laughs> thick necks and. Yeah. I have a huge problem with the overbite on, on the Requiem.
1: Yeah. 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 The Aliens. teeth are all wrong, too. Those teeth, they turn those teeth in. And from Alien 3, because it's, it's always been ADI, um, which I don't fault them, you know, they're they're working at the behest of their directors in yeah. their studios. Yeah. The studios are calling the shots. But the teeth change. Um, and obviously with Covenant, you see the teeth are back to where they should be. They're kind of uniform, and they're like they're just nastier looking and it, it, yeah. it's crazy. I mean that, that, like you said, Aaron, that last shot or Michael, the last shot of the, the, um, you know, the big fellow on the ship and it's just kind of grimacing. It's terrifying. I haven't seen yeah. the alien look that, I mean, it's terrifying to me. Um,
2: yeah. well, I think that might be one of the coolest things going on right now because with this trailer coming out there, there, there's, how do I don't want say it? There's so many questions. You know, there's so many questions. Everybody right away... I mean, my biggest downfall... I didn't need to see aliens in Prometheus, but don't give me the Deacon... You know, don't give me the crazy, you know, stuff that they came up just to kind of fill in the spot. That's yeah. what ruined it for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ryan, what
1: were your first thoughts? I know we we were also chatting at the time, and it was like, oh, I missed the leak. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, it's like oh, it'll probably come out tomorrow, and then all of a sudden, I think it was like five minutes later. You're like, okay, you saw it. Um, yeah. What were your thoughts? <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I mean, I, I really, I really enjoyed it, and I'm even more excited about about it now. Um, I just, uh, I really feel like they they heard more than just um, the complaints about, you know thinking that oh, they just want more aliens in it, but I really feel like you know with the prologue and this and with you know the mystery um you know they it seems like they they really understand we want more believable characters um that we can identify with, and we want mystery, and there's a lot of mystery in this trailer um, and like the you know Aaron said, you know that is also my favorite shot is with that grand shot of uh Someone walking among all these dead ashen bodies, and there's this big temple in the background. It's like, wow, what is going on in this oh, yeah. scenario? It just, I just thought that was beautiful. Um, and I also love the shot where um, Daniel is saying, um, Do you hear that? There's nothing. Yeah. Like You see all this yeah. beautiful like scenery, there's trees, but there's no life at all. There's no birds, there's no nothing. Um, no, uh, there's, yeah. And it's just, uh, that kind of gave me chills. I was like, What yeah, what's going on here? There's just seems like there's no life, obviously. Um, you know, as we see with the rest of the trailer, there's going to be some kind of, um, you know, life, uh, terrifying, um, aliens that you know come out and start wiping out the crew. But, uh, but i just uh I loved it just it just really ramped up the the tension um it just looked beautiful it had big scope to it, but also the claustrophobic feel um for the interior shots um and i just think I think they really heard all the complaints and about Prometheus and said um you know i yeah i think they I think they brought on great writers for it too um you know, I I don't know how much Lindelof is to to blame for some of the problems with with uh, Prometheus, but they just I think the the writers they got I think Michael Green and um, John Logan or something like that or um, but they just uh, I think these guys know what what uh, what to bring to this film and I think it's going to be fantastic really and I'm just I can't wait till for May nineteenth, so yeah
1: yeah. Uh, absolutely. I think it's, uh, it's awesome. You know, the only thing that I, that I've seen in the trailer and, uh, that I don't like, and even in the first one, really, and it's probably a nitpick, and it's probably because I love the Nostromo so much, and I love the Sulaco, and even the Prometheus ship by comparison. I just don't like how sleek the, the Covenant ship is. It just... I like that slow majesty of the ship passing through space. Yeah. And uh I don't I I don't see that with the Covenant and uh I, I I don't like it. But that's okay. Um because really and uh I know Aaron, you and I have discussed this before, and of course Ryan and I have discussed this. Um for me it's about character. If I'm if I'm invested in these characters, I don't I won't care what the ship looks like. I won't care that um Tennessee, who's uh McBride's character, is wearing a uh, a cowboy hat, which has been a complaint. Like, why is he wearing a cowboy oh, hat? Oh my
2: goodness, that's so cliche. I'm so sick of hearing about that.
1: Yeah, um, but if he's well Flip. written, um, we're, and we're rooting for him, we're going to be like, "It's awesome. He's awesome." You know?
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, seriously, who doesn't have that crazy uncle or brother <laughs> that wears uh, the straw hat? You know, sitting on the back porch. I mean, that's that's the type of character. Oh, that drove me. That so was yeah. like, I couldn't believe people actually had a thread about why does he have to have a hat? Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, it's fandom. Fandom is. Um, can be amazing and fandom can be their worst enemy, their own worst enemy, you know, where the, the, like I said, I wrote, fandom will say, no, I don't like that stitching in that costume. I mean, that's what fandom will get to, the tedium. And, you know, I'm a big Star Wars nerd, so I'm part of Star Wars groups. And I'm sure all of you are aware of how crazy people go, get over Star Wars. Um, Especially
3: the costume, man. Yeah,
1: totally the costume. And, you know, I've got my, you know, there are things that I love and don't love about Star Wars as well. Um, but, you know, I mean, if I, again, if I had a nitpick, I, I just, I, w- I would love a ship that was more, you know, but the Nostromo also wasn't a, a colony ship. N- Nostromo was a, a tugboat that was, you know, pulling refinery. It's a whole different ballgame. They weren't pulling mm-hmm. people in cryo or whatever they're pulling, you know, so it's going right. to be different. It's going to be more, it's going to be probably... Uh, designed so that it flies fr- more freely. Not that there's nothing encumbering anything in space, so it doesn't need to fly freely. But I don't know, just a better, more sleek design that would make more sense. Uh, I right. think
3: coming at it from the idea that this is a colony ship, you know, with yeah. the carrying, the carrying equipment, the carrying uh, people, a, a pretty common trope of you know where that sort of sci-fi is that these ships will be used as the basis for their homes and um, their colonies. And I think, I think even some of the, some of the expanded universe might even mention that Paddle hope somewhere. And um, so the idea of it being this pretty straightforward design ship, it, it, it makes sense to me um, as it being a basis, because you don't want these crazy ass shapes. Yeah. You just want to plump, plump a, a, a prefabbed a bit from space arc here on the ground and be done with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, in terms of ship design, I, I kind of understand why it's probably looks totally so totally. so basic.
1: I think it's the I miss Ron Cobb in me, you know. I miss, you know, that, those other you know, those those futurist designs. Um but, you know, I again, really I'm 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 in these films. I'm involved in these in the fandom community of these films because I love the characters, you know, and because Ripley has been such a big strong character and Vasquez and and um All these characters that we've kind of grown to love over the years. And really, which we can pivot to a little bit, because I know Ryan and I discussed it, um, but in terms of character, and I know we're seeing more character, and I even love... Uh the way Waterston delivers her lines in the new trailer um that, that about talking about do you hear it it's nothing there's just a believability about her um there's the there she seems like a real person, and there's that yeah. one scene in the new trailer where she 's got her gun, and this is interesting. She looks a little bit like Ripley in that scene where she 's passing through some type of doorway or entryway or something, and she 's got a gun in her hand, but she 's sobbing and she's terrified um mm. and that 's something yeah. Ripley never showed us. Um, Ripley kept her strength up. That was just who she was. Um, whereas whereas uh, Daniel, uh, what's her name? Is it Daniels? Yeah. Yeah, her character's a little bit of a flip on that, where she isn't, she's terrified, and she doesn't know what's, you know, like, and there's another scene where she goes, is it out there? Is it out there? Um, Damn. I just, I love that. Like, that really inspires me that they've hit it out of the park with these characters and that it, this is going to be abject fear that we're going going to be witnessing on screen you know?
2: Yeah. How about the, um, the, the, you gave the prologue, um, which was the, uh, was it the last supper is what they called it? Yeah. yeah. And, and they did, uh, if you, that one scene pretty much for me was a complete turnaround in, in, in the people, the way they talked and the way they interacted. I mean, that was like a bunch of people sitting around at a party, drinking, yep. laughing, you know, you see the little, the little comments getting made back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then that scene in the beginning, I think it's the very beginning of that when, uh, um, I guess it's James Franco's character, he turns around and uh, Billy Crudup, his character says about, oh, should I give a message? And he says, uh, no, I'm going to have Daniels do it. And you, you immediately see, like, this, like, uh, like he just got cut off. Yeah. Like, he, like, resentment. like you see, and Like, you can feel it. It wasn't even something he had to say. He was just, like, he cut him off and he was, like... You know, it was like, oh, why did she have to say it? Something like that. Like, there's some some kind of play in there. But I mean, the characters, Tennessee, his character is that no matter what he's in, that's the kind of like, he, it's like ad lib, yeah. where he just kind of like, he just plays off of like, I'm the good old boy. And it, it works so well, because it's just, you know, but uh, yeah, that, that scene, that Last Supper scene, what to me was like, uh, now I'm invested. Like, this is a, an actual group of people that you can be like, this could be a group of people you know getting together somewhere for dinner and they're just jabbing each other and joking around it's not stale like it's it's just normal you know everyday flow
1: yeah. The, yeah the delivery the energy that they had between each other um and like i said there's already a classic line where tennessee says i'll colonize all over this table um <laughs> and they're all like <laughs> yeah. ah! and, but i loved it like it was just you know you have, yeah. you know those people who say kind of who go a little too far when they're saying something. Um, and then uh-huh. you, you know those people who maybe your friend, you're in your friend's group and they're a little bit more like, what are they doing? A little bit more judgmental, you know, like Billy Crudup and his wife's and team C- had that little bit more reserved, like, uppity, uh, yeah, she's a drunk. You know what I mean? Like, it, I just, like you said, Michael, I'm invested too. I mean, I, I was invested in Tennessee the moment I saw – his face in the first trailer. There's a shot yeah. where you see his arm resting on something, and It looked like he's been crying, or he looks like really disturbed. I was invested in him right there. Um, yeah,
3: completely agree.
0: Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, like I said, they, just, they really heard the the complaints about the um, just the characters. Prometheus, we just did not, you know, we just did not identify with, except for funny that for me david was the most yeah, compelling character and he was a you know, he's an android <laughs> but, um, it just uh it's um but now it just feels like you know with the last supper scene and these are characters we're really gonna identify with and relate to and that was the best part i mean one of the best things about you know alien and aliens were these characters he just relate to it felt like family um it felt like yeah, like you said, friends or, you know, people you'd hang out with and uh, you're put in these very terrifying situations. And, uh, you know, that's that's just going to be a huge, huge, I think it's just a huge step in the right direction for Fox and Ridley. And um, I guess uh, my only concern is hopefully, um, and I know Ridley Scott was always been very tentative about wanting to show Xenos or aliens again, Um, and uh, you know I just I just hope it doesn't reflect in the directing that he's not very passionate about about this film. I mean, obviously, I don't think he would have signed on to direct it if he wasn't you know invested in it. But um, I know he didn't want to do kind of do the same thing again. So I just I just hope that he has a reignited passion. And I guess since there's still there's still going to be a lot of uh, threads from, you know, Prometheus mythology in this film. So maybe, and that's something he really wanted to explore. So maybe that's why, um, you know, he's he signed on. He's still really invested. So I, I just hope that the, his passion shows in the, in the directing of the film. And it looks like, I mean, obviously it's, it's hard to tell from the two 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 and a half minute trailer, but it looks like it's going to be um, that he is uh, really excited about this film. So, what?
3: yeah. One of the things you can you really noticed in Prometheus was that he was using the opportunity to do things that he were originally planned for alien, but they couldn't do for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it seems like this is also the case with Covenant. Um, cause if you talk about him, you know, his interest coming back towards alien, that the, yeah. the alien, um, you know, it's, it's pretty well known that there was some massive limitations, um, mm-hmm. on, you know, on on the creature on the way they had to film it and stuff like that. Obviously, that worked out for the best because it it gave us a great you know haunted haunted house film. Yeah, that's right. Um, but this, just from the trailer alone, there's a sense of him being able to do what he did originally wanted to do with the alien. Uh, mm-hmm. Specific, specifically, there's um, you know the scene in the red, the red corridor where the aliens leap in from wall to wall. Oh, yeah. He, he wanted to do that in Alien when um, Dallas gets grabbed. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And yeah, there's also the general uh, figure figure uh, um, of the Alien itself. You know, it's tall, it's slim, it's gangly. It's what um, uh, Dejo Balaji was like without the suit on. Mm. Um, and obviously this uh, new guy, uh, Javier uh, Oh um, ta- yeah. yeah. Um, if you've seen pictures of him he is gangly and oh tall. God. And
1: Michael have you, you seen those st- photos? What's that? Have you seen the photos of the new the guy who they have in this for the suit for the alien suit? No no yeah. Oh yeah, well we'll look at those. He is sorry to cut you off Aaron. He he's just That's fine. uh my god like he's scary to look at almost.
3: It's just from the proportions of him as well. It's
1: yeah.
3: just, he, he looks I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to try and come off mean here. He, he looks unnatural, too. Sort <laughs> of. Yeah. yeah I think. I think he he has a condition or something. Um. I didn't read up on it. Um. But that's sort of why he's all gangly and why he's all tall and whatever. Yeah. Um. But it suits. It suit. I think it suits anotherworldly sort of humanoid appearance. Um. And you can sort of see his proportions in. You know, when you watch the footage of the alien on top of the yeah. Um, yeah. cargo ship, or whatever it is. Now that I've seen pictures of um, Javier, I can I can see him in that mocap. Oh scene. yeah!
2: Oh yeah! Well, didn't didn't somebody say that uh, Ridley Scott, that he wanted to make sure that most of the scenes in this were done with actual like you know props? He didn't want to do. You want to do practical effects? Well, the, the, it's from what I understand and.
3: I don't know completely. Um, is there is a great deal of uh, motion capture for the alien? Mm-hmm. So, in terms of the actors' performances, there is something in camera for them to react from. You know, they've got this guy in in his mocap suit with his alien head on. Mm-hmm. So, very cool. In in terms of thinking it from you know that sort of point of view, it is practical for the actors. But it also means he gets to do that, you know, that crazy sort of look that he wanted to do. Oh yeah. Um, And to be fair, with I've said this since um, Blomkamp was announced as, you know, Alien Camp, Alien Three Point Two, whatever. Um, Come on, we've seen Chappie, we've seen District Nine. How realistic does he look? How realistic did the prawns look? Yeah. We're we're at a point where I think I I I was waiting for a photorealistic mo-capped alien from the moment that um, Blomkamp was sort of announced. Mm. Um, so, assuming that you know all the renderings up to scratch and everything, and blah 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 blah, blah when it's done, I think it's going to look awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think I oh, think absolutely. it's going to let him, it's going to let Scott do stuff that they probably couldn't have done with that bulky suit. Do we? Think... It's kind of going to go ahead. I was going to say it's going to suck that we're not going to have any cool behind-the-scenes photos of the alien suits though but That's my disappointment of that.
1: Although um, a a friend of ours, who I won't name, uh, who you know, Aaron, uh, has said that there was a, you know, he was in suit and it was, you know, there were moments and times when uh, they were filming and they had a full alien, fully rendered suit on set um, for like smaller scenes, um, but it's the wider scenes that they use the mocap for. Um, Mm. So that should be interesting to see. Yeah. but yeah, I mean, I'm even thinking. I wonder if, I mean, maybe it's all CG. But that last shot of the creature at the end of the trailer, um, do you think was that all? Do, you, do we think that's all CG, or is that a blend of CG and and uh, practical?
3: I I think it was mo-capped. Okay. Yeah, I'm not I, I'm not an expert on effects. I've got to hold my hands up. I, I couldn't possibly tell you if that was. It's, it's just it's just the way he acts that I think that is it's mo-capped
0: yeah yeah i thought it looked great whatever it was <laughs> it was just uh was a great shot so um but yeah i think you know and cg's coming a long way i think um you yeah. know they've they've really improved you see some of the more current marvel movies like ant-man um and they they did this de-aging effect on i think um michael douglas's character and then in the yeah leon don't That's say. And then the most recent Captain America, they did the scene to Robert Downey Jr. and it was yep. just almost flawless. Oh yeah, uh, it's uh, you know if they obviously I think they should you know I, I don't know I think they should hopefully find a good blending of practical and CGI. Um, but I think the I think it's getting better and better. Um, so and the yeah the creature just looks great and. In, uh, at least in the trailer for Covenant, so I, I think it's coming a long way. I hope it's mostly practical effects, but you know, um, yeah, the motion capture stuff is getting really good, and so hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully, it's it's done really well in the final film, and it's not a d- distraction, but it, it looks fantastic in the trailer. So,
1: yeah, and I, yeah. I hope they keep the the creature in the dark to some degree too. Yeah, um, I think mm-hmm. it's it's it's. I, what adds to the scariness of it is not knowing where it is. Um, mm. certainly, you know, is, I mean, that, again, I, I won't go on enough about this, how terrifying that thing was at the end of that, that trailer, that grimace, that like, yes, I'm back. Um, yeah. I mean, it's fucking terrifying. Um, yeah. But, uh, to, so to have that thing somewhere in the dark. Um, and we don't really know. I mean, Aaron, Aaron maybe you know, but don't tell us. <laughs> but like, we don't really know what that thing is. Like, is that, like, the spawn of a just a, a face hugger to that, or is it a metamorphosis? Is there something in between? I mean, I know that there's something else in the trailer. We saw it. We saw it attacking one of the the crew members, some type of translucent white thing. We didn't really get a good, clear shot of it, which I'm glad, and they, they need to yeah. reveal that later. Um, but if you go by, and we talked about this in our last episode, NECA released a, um, a list of, Alien creatures that they're going to be releasing in in tandem with Covenant, and they used a couple of names that we know, but there was like five different creatures, like a scaler, a climber, the big chap, the neomorph, and then one other one that they wouldn't name. Um, they're
3: the name of their particular products, I think, like the head knocker stuff, yeah, the body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's them naming specific creatures. I think oh. that's just um, from. From what I gathered of it, it was like a traditional alien version of this product and then a, they call it a new creature whatever, but neomorphs, as they were called on the production, that type version of that product, if you
2: catch where I'm going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, not, not to, I'm oh, sorry, good. Go ahead, go ahead um not to get too much into the, the the actual creature itself and man i'll tell you what boy when when they started showing some of the creatures the floodgates of opinions and questions and everything just opened up everywhere but uh <laughs> yeah. i noticed now like i said maybe this is me thinking too hard or just the fact that i was like a little kid just in all i'm seeing finally seeing a xenomorph again but when the one that's on top of the ship that's there at the end that's just absolutely crazy. Is it just me, or does that have almost like the skull look to it that was under the dome in the big chapel? It does. It
3: okay. totally looks like it. So it what I'm
2: wondering is, because that one, and then, and I know, remember when they, they released the first, um, the first poster that said run, mm. and it had the picture of the xenomorph? If you look at the two of them, like I said, this, maybe this is just me because I'm just was in awe of it. They look different. Yes, they do. Because that one does not have, like, the skull look of the eyes and stuff in it. And, and like I said, I don't want to delve too deep into it, so I'm sure we're going to get all those answers. But that, to me, makes me feel like, man, this is going to be awesome because there's going to be stuff in here that we have no idea what's coming. Yeah. Right.
1: The teeth in the one on the posters are different, too. The teeth in the one on the poster are more jagged, um, whereas the one on the the end of the, at the end of the trailer are more uniform, and there's more of them. It's like this big, kind of huge, freaky smile. Whereas, you know, um, the one on the poster is a little bit more ADI looking. um, Just a little bit, but not as Geiger-esque. Not as beautifully uniformed. Um, And the one at the end of the trailer had a little bit more of that Geiger biomechanical look to it, but not completely. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see where they, if we even see that version in this film.
3: Yeah. Yeah. funny you say that because i don't get me wrong i really like the design but the first time i looked at it not the first time after i'd looked at it a few times i was like kind of reminds me of adi shoulders um because it looks all muscly at the top you know yeah. it looks it looks a bit fleshy to me yeah. just, i'm not saying i'm not saying I, I don't like that because i love the proportions that you see of the creatures in the profile shots uh, but just from that particular top down shot i thought that reminds me of ADI in the Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Alien. yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Um, and I know, uh, there was also the red band trailer, which was, I guess, released last night with Logan, which I saw. Um, nothing, not too much. I don't, I don't really know what made it red band. Um, have you, I'm sure you've seen it, right, Aaron? Because you were sharing. Yeah. It. Um. Right.
3: The 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 thing that made it red band. <laughs> oh, it sounds so silly. Um, you have uh, uh Carmen Ajogo's character. Um. I forget a I forget a character name. She drops the f bomb.
1: Oh, that's right. Um, that's right.
3: Um, and there's a shot from the first trailer of Callie Hernandez's character covered in blood. Okay. Uh, I think I think that's it in terms of things that I would consider R eighteen whatever. Uh, um, other other than that, it was just the the one new shot of the. Um, the anatomical study of, of the engineer, of yeah. what I presume to be an engineer.
1: And that was freaky, actually seeing that. I don't know if everyone's seen that. Have you, Ryan and Michael? Have you guys seen that?
2: Yeah, I just caught kind of this morning.
1: Yeah, uh, that 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 one shot of uh, of the anatomical or whatever the engineer with kind of like it looks like skin peeled off of his face, half of it. Uh, That's oh, freaky. Yeah. Like I saw it, seeing it in the theater last, and I was like, "What the shit is this?" And I know that there's <laughs> a lot of discussion happening about whether or not. David is the creator of Xenomorph, and I've seen some people kind of poo-poo that or not like it, but I don't, David's not a creator, he's just letting things happen. He's he's like, okay, there's this crazy shit here, and what happens when you let it loose? And it's, you know, David isn't the creator of anything, he's just more of an experimenter I would think. I mean nature is doing its own thing or at least whatever kind of nature that is. Um yeah. and I I don't really have a problem with it, but some people really have a problem with it, which I, again it's fandom. Everybody has a problem with something. Um, <laughs> do you guys have any issue with I
3: I think it's going that way. I really do. Yeah. Um there's just the 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 set reports that have come out. Um tons of information in those. Um but one of the things that they were sort of saying was um, they were specifically talking about how the alien um, won't look as biomechanical as Gigas they were saying that that's, that hasn't been introduced to the design yet and there's been comments about like this whole obviously I'm not I'm not gonna be 100 percent accurate here I'm going off memory um, but Colliders' reports. These were probably the best ones of the lot, to be honest. So if you're going to read any, read Collider's reports. Mm-hmm. They um, talked about how it seemed to be now looking at mankind's creations' creations.
4: Um,
3: Interesting. S- mm. Yeah, um, really cool. I don't think that was a direct quote from Scott. I think that was what they sort of inferred from what Scott and um, one of the producers, his name escapes me at the minute, um, were telling them. And there are... Quotes from them that sort of pack that up, but um, I do think that's where we're going with it, at least in terms of David creating the alien as we know it from the films.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, obviously, there's, there's there's loads of theories knocking around, and you know about what he's doing is recreating all their experiments, stuff like that. Um, one of the theories I like is that. Um, the black goo is like a, a template for creating creatures that are sort of like the alien in shape and form. You know that that's why we get the neomorph, and that's why, through the massively convoluted method that is um, Prometheus, you still get these things that are like the alien but not the alien. I see. Yeah. That's... So I I personally like the idea that it is a template. Um, I. I'm not keen on the idea of David being responsible for the classic alien, though.
1: Yeah.
3: And I think, you know, I've been a fan so long that I have all these preconceived notions of them. Um, you know, they they are some sort of Lovecraftian, ancient thing as far as I'm concerned. And I think to have David make them a creation of the last 10 years before the film, 20 years before the original film. It just sort of removes that sort of ancient terror um, from them. And it also then makes me think that it's going to be a wreck. I hate this idea and I'm going to loathe it if it happens. I'm I'm 50-50 on it happening. Um, the, The derelict is a recent crash um, it's cargo or the crew of the 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 people of um, the Covenant in Cryo. Interesting. They're, it's something that is I've seen thrown around on on our boards on AVP Galaxy, and I hate the idea so much. Really? Um, I do. I hate it because to me, the the my fascination with the films um, um, was through the creatures. Because I saw them at such a young age that it gave me nightmares for years. Absolutely. Literally, I was slept face down in my bed,
0: um,
3: <laughs> thinking that the chestburster couldn't come out of my chest because it was against the mattress. It was the it was the creatures that had me fascinated because it was a morbid it was a morbid fascination. They scared the shit out of me.
0: Yeah.
3: Yet I, I couldn't help but want to know more. So th- this is just. This is just how it's affected me. Um, and one of the so this is all personal anecdotes stuff that make me feel this way, but one of the comics, one specific comic drew me to um, the Expanded Universe. It drew me to online fandom. and that was a comic called "Destroying Angels: Apocalypse Destroying Angels." And it's essentially Prometheus borrows a lot from it. Well, seems to well, obviously I can't speak to if it actually does, but a, a lot of the structure is very similar, and it's this idea that the aliens are these millennia-old um, force of death, um, destroying angels um, that sweep through the galaxy every now and again and just wipe out life. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's such a yeah. you know very Lovecraftian kind of thing. You know, um, mountain of madness kind of thing, elder gods kind of thing. Yeah. And I just think that making them a recent creation is—it's going to remove a lot of wonder. I suppose it's going to remove that mystery. And but Prometheus—it's going to deplete the mystery.
1: But Prometheus, you see that weird three D mural, and there's a, obviously a a traditional biomechanical looking alien in that mural. So they are creations. It's something we know that David isn't responsible because they. Obviously, were there before, uh, no. and then you have all the deaths of those engineers, and you see holes in their engineers' suits. Something has mm. burst forth. So, yeah, we know that they've been around before, David. Now, maybe David something just, like
3: the alien has been around before yeah, David. Yeah, is, is what I'm getting. At. I yeah. think David's going to create the alien as we know. I don't. I don't mm. think that mural looks like an alien. I think that looks more like a deacon. Yeah, um, to some
1: degree. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's got the architecture though of the alien. Um, So the architecture's been there. Now the specifics, that kind of biomechanical, yeah, I don't know where that's coming from. And the only thing that would make sense is if it comes from an engineer, you know, um, because the engineers seem to kind of, at least their suits, I don't know, I I don't know, I don't know how it will exactly get that biomechanical look. Um, But I I, I don't really have a problem, someone suggested that, well, maybe this planet they're on is LV-426, and... Before it's kind of desolated by these creatures, and that the juggernaut there is the derelict. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that there's a problem with the timeline. I don't think that that can happen. Um, yeah, I think there's a big problem with the timeline. Um, and then someone else was saying, "Oh, and maybe Shaw is got into the cap, you know, the suit, and that's her that we see an alien." And yeah. and I have a huge problem with that. I oh, just yeah. you know that just destroys. Destroys Alien, because um, uh, we'll never stop thinking about that if that was true. And I hope that that's not true. I don't think it's true. Um, but I, I just uh, it w- I don't really have a problem if the cargo is in the derelict is the cargo from from uh, the you know the people in cryo from Covenant. I think that's kind of creepy and bone chilling. I don't have a problem with that portion of it. I do have a problem if you know this. Alien creature that they find kind of strapped to the chair um, ends up being oh that was just Shaw you know
0: um, yeah not well oh, yeah I, I think
2: I, I think it's funny how out of this whole trailer out of everything that all the questions that have been asked and everything that everybody's been talking about how funny is it that one of the characters that people hated the most which was Shaw is the one character that <laughs> everybody is trying to figure out where she is yeah. like uh-huh. she's such a small part and 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 maybe it's just me, and and I think I think uh, Jay, I think you you agree with me on this one. The one thing that everybody in the threads, everywhere I've seen, not just you know some of the the bulletin stuff, but everybody says, "Oh, I hope that she's going to turn into the first queen." Oh, and I'm like I'm like, no. please do not bring that up. I said, I'm <laughs> telling you right now, I I would I would I would have give a kidney right now if they have an egg morphing scene. Because oh, really? that is the yeah. creepiest scene from Alien. And nobody, well, I mean, I understand it was on deleted scene and, and not a lot of people saw that. But I'm telling you, like, people don't realize that the queen, that was that was a, a James Cameron, you know, he came up with that further down the timeline. And the thing is, this whole part of it, you know, Prometheus, Covenant, everything is supposed to be the buildup of the alien timeline, you know, not like jumping ahead. This is where we get from point A to point B, and then we don't jump ahead. But, man, like, I, I just want to see, I, I don't want anything to do with the queen. I, I don't, nothing. Like, I don't care how they come up with it, but I'm just saying, I'm thinking if people would see that what the egg morphing, how, how just absolutely creepy yeah. that is, because, I mean, Dallas, I think it was it was Dallas, and, and who else was in the other one? Yeah, oh my goodness, like, just how they were just, like, you know, looked like they were melted, and, I mean, it was just insane, and then, you know, that's the other thing, though, like I said, Shaw, you know, everybody wants to know where Shaw is, and it's, like, the person that everybody just destroyed from Prometheus as as a character, and she's the one everybody wants to know where. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, mean, hey,
1: people... I don't like her either. I hated her character. Do I yeah. want to know where she is too, though? Really? I do. Oh, yeah. Like, I like what happened to her. Like I, I, for me, I would like it. And I don't know. And I know that, you know, Aaron, but I don't want to know, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I know I nothing. I, I want, <laughs> um, to, I want someone to find Shaw and have whatever it hurt. She was, she's not recognizable. Like, there's been experiments done on her. I, that's what I want to see. Um, Bingo. What, um, that's, I really want to see some type of body transmutation. Um, and then, uh. you know, because David just went batshit crazy on her and infected her. Uh. Um, or whatever, I don't know. Um, that's what I would really like to see. And I, and it, even in the synopsis that they released, um, when was that synopsis released? Probably almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, November 15th. Yeah. Um, it says, David is the sole inhabitant. Inhabitants, so um, Shaw isn't on this. Whatever happens to Shaw, she's gone. This is this much we know, but then we, of course, we know Numi Rapace was on set for Covenant for a week filming some types of scenes. Which I know, I do know not what the scenes were, but I know in what capacity she was there for. Um, which I won't give away. Um, which will yeah. be interesting to see what they come across when they find her. And obviously, if you on the trailer, there's dog tags, and so many people have zoomed in on those dog tags, and it's Shaw's name. Um, yeah. And they're on mm-hmm. the derelict or the Juggernaut or whatever that thing is. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, there is some mystery there, and I think the mystery really calls to people. Where what happened? What happened? But I'm yeah. also seeing though with with. Uh, these trailers that we have now in the in the viral in the, the viral Last Supper piece, a, a lot of people have been like, Well, what is this film? Is this who is who are these people? They don't know, like, is this a sequel to Prometheus? Is this is this a sequel to Alien Resurrection? Like, I'm serious, a lot of comments. People seemed genuinely confused as to what this film is. And we're hardcore fans, we know. Um, but It's interesting for me to see people who who aren't following along. Like even, I mean, Rogue One had that same problem. I mean, my parents who went and saw Star Wars in 77, um, when Rogue One was coming out, my mom was like, so the girl in this, she looks different. Why does she look different? I'm like, mom, no. This isn't, that's not, that's not, uh, Ray. <laughs> She's like, it isn't? I'm like, no, it's not Ray. It's, it's a different time period. She goes, well, it doesn't look like Leia either. I said, it's not Leia. Um, <laughs> but there's confusion, I think, because there's the jumping back and forth between timelines. So I think there are a, a legitimate amount of people who are confused as to what this movie is. Um, because it's not called Prometheus Covenant, it's called Alien Covenant. And there's been yeah. distancing from Prometheus. In fact, uh, the only interviews that I've read with Ridley Scott of late, he has publicly distanced himself from that film. Not in a, hey, I don't like that movie, but just in a, no, 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 this movie is more like Alien, um, which I find fascinating. So it's interesting to see people kind of chew this up and try and figure out what they're seeing, because they don't know what they're seeing.
2: You, you You almost wonder if he didn't, like with Prometheus, if it was like, here's a story that I had in my mind a long time ago and I want to put it out there I want to get it made just to see what happens and push this storyline and then when it he, he was like okay I did it I'm done now I can move on to what sort of what I want to do and what the fans want to do it, it's almost like it was like he had this Prometheus in his mind for so long he's like I just want to do it to see how it would come out
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know that's the, the it's kind of I, I don't know I don't know how to, how to describe it because it was you know, like, he, he, from when you talk to him, like, when they have interviews and stuff, he was really passionate about it, and then it was like, he just, when it came out and got bad press and everything, then he just quickly kind of, well, this isn't really what the story I'm trying to tell, but this, you know, I mean, it was just, yeah.
3: I don't know, I don't know. I think it's half the story he wanted to tell. Um, if any of you guys read Space's original stuff? Uh, for Prometheus. I,
1: I've read. I've read part of his engineer script. Okay. Um, it seems to me
3: that Covenant is the other half of that script. Um, you know, Interesting. I, I am with this this whole drama with Prometheus, um, where um, Tom Tim Tom Rothman um, wanted to sort of push the engineer elements of the, the script and sort of remove the alien aspects of it um, and obviously they you then get Lindelof coming aboard who is in the same frame of mind he thinks that the engineer stuff is more interesting than the alien stuff and so you you end up with this half-baked prometheus um where it still keeps a load of tropes but it's not quite as connected blah 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 blah, blah. and you yeah. remove. Um, you remove this other half of the script, which is what Ridley keeps talking about at the minute. You know, he won, when he talks about um, doing an alien film after doing an alien, he, he talks about who were the space jockeys. He talks about where did the aliens come from? Who made the aliens? Are they a weapon? That kind of thing.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So with Prometheus, we got, we got the space jockeys. Um, and we got that half a space of script, but with Covenant we seem to be getting the alien side that was stripped out, you know, this this other type of alien in 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 engineers, it was um there was there was proto aliens, I guess. Mm. And they were, for all intents and purposes, exactly they functioned exactly the same as the aliens do. Yeah. You know, they had a weird octopus face hugger, they had no, it wasn't. And it wasn't an octopus face hugger. It was an octopus sort of chest bursted thing. And um, they they had a face They had a chest burst, They had um, you know the full grown aliens, which uh, was, I, beluga yeah. um, beluga alien. I think they called it beluga head. Um, and then you also had the traditional aliens in it. And David, um, it sort of implies in the script that. The engineers were using this facility to weaponize this basic. They took this, this these proto aliens and they weaponized them in various ways. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a line in the script where David says it's, it's obviously the original Derelict, not the Juggernaut, it's set on LB 426 in the early scripts, which yeah. I am actually glad they changed. But it, there's a line where he talks about. Um, there being eight different cargo holds, and every single one of those cargo holds has a completely different variation hmm. of the alien. Um, so I think what we're getting with um, with Covenant is along the same lines. Instead of the proto-aliens, you've got the neomorphs, who seem to share the same sort of design elements that the, the proto-aliens did. Mm-hmm. Um, they look like the beluga. From what we've seen, they look like the beluga alien designs and then in much the same way in that original script we then get the, the aliens that look more traditional so I think Scott's gone okay I still want to play with this we've still mm-hmm. got this and um, you know that's that's why he's still sort of enthusiastic he's, he's like I said earlier he's doing stuff he wanted to do but he couldn't do at the time here he's go he's going back to something he was going to do. But then, for whatever studio politics, obviously it got stripped out. And they right. had half the film, so that's why I think he's a, I think he's still excited. I think he's genuinely excited to good. be doing. Good. That's awesome. That's
2: cool. Yeah.
1: yeah that's uh, I, to to uh, a point that you made, Michael. Uh, you know, there's just one thing that. Uh, To me, that has been a disconnect with Ridley Scott and things that he said. And I've seen him in interviews, and I know probably all of us have seen this, maybe the same interview. And he goes, you know, when I did the first one and then I saw all these other ones, no one asked that question. Who is that in that chair? No one asked that. No one went there. And in my mind, I was like, no one went there because the mystery is more exciting than the answer. We didn't need to go there. Um, And I think that's sort of, it's a catch-22 with these directors, people like Lucas and, you know, um, Scott and other people who... Re-engage old material, and when they really want to answer some questions, sci-fi asks great questions. It doesn't answer them. Um, yeah, that's what great right. sci-fi yeah. is. And I think the danger in now, I have no problem with the engineers. I think, in fact, I think they're beautiful. I think that they're well ex- executed. They're scary. They're stoic. Um, really good instincts. They're instantly iconic. Um, I, I like them. Only seeing them in their suits, like. Uh, I, uh, there's that whole opening scene with the engineer drinking the stuff and then disintegrating. I I could do without that. I don't need to see that hint at that. You don't need to tell us that or show us that. Um, but I don't have a problem with it. I really don't. I know a lot of people, the, the space jockey is the Holy grail. There still is mystery in that space jockey. They still don't know what they, what they were looking at. And we really don't know either. We assume maybe there was, you know, we don't, we don't even know what kind of, Different ty- types of species are within this engineer race, you know. Um, so I'm okay with that. Um, but I, I, my trepidation with Ridley Scott is stop thinking you have to answer all these fucking questions. You don't, you don't have yeah, to answer all talk, these questions. Yeah. Um, because we well, want mystery, we want excitement.
2: Well, it's what's funny is there's a there's actually a comic series that I'm actually reading right now, and I, I know it's it. I. I I grew up on the comics that once I saw aliens and I figured, I found out that dark horse It was actually there was actually an alien series. I went nuts. That was that was like my big find and, and ever since then but There's a uh, ones right now a series. There's a, it's a life and death and there was uh, I think it was fire and stone Yeah,
0: that's right. And
2: I'll tell you what in those two series the engineers are like monsters They 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 are like they're the you know the king of the king and it's so funny to see like you know, once Prometheus came out. Now, of course, there. You know, Fox had a hand in those comics too, and they wanted to push the engineers. I guess you know after Prometheus, but in those movies they, or in those comics, they're uh, they're a terror to be dealt with, and it's, uh, yeah. it's 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 really cool to see.
1: And I would. Consider, you know, I, I would be interested in seeing more of, of the engineers. Um, to some degree, I want mystery. I don't need to see everything. I don't need to see all their culture. When, what's exciting to me about Covenant is it's we seem to be dealing with the desolation of a culture. The ends of it. It's over. Whatever they were, whatever, I don't, we, I don't even know. Um, and that's what really intrigues me. Um, and uh, as a, a little aside, I don't... Has anyone noticed the music of this last trailer? How, ama- to me, it was amazing. Um, I think it was Jed Kurzel's music. Isn't it? Do you, is it, Aaron? I think so,
3: yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Okay. Um,
1: I, I, I think it is. I, I've been listening to a lot of his stuff, and he's got this really... Um, there's a lot in common with him and Johann, um, Johansson, who did the soundtrack to Arrival, who's also doing the soundtrack to Blade Runner 2049. They have this very cerebral way in which that they write and produce music. And I love the music that I heard in this last trailer. It was very yeah. kind of amorphous or nebulous um, and eerie. Um, and I'm really, the, what I love about Alien and Alien 3, I, I could do, the soundtrack for Aliens doesn't do much for me, um, but I love those soundtracks. I love the mystery and the that kind of hollowness, that that darkness that, and silence that they, they kind of concoct while we watch the films. And I'm really hoping for a, 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 a soundtrack with Covenant that, does that for me again that i can listen to by itself and i and it you know and it stands on its own so i i, I was yeah. i've been listening to the music of the trailer quite a bit as well
0: yeah
2: well how about the uh was it the the um the first trailer had that is a song is it called nature boy i yeah. can't i can't think how i'm sorry me personally when i heard that that was the most it was cool because it was eerie like it, it, it fit the beginning of that trailer. Like when you know you see David and everything like that, and it was it what uh, we assume is David, but uh, that was, that song was so cool because it just brought you in and like you said, yeah, the music that was in the second trailer just it was like it got your heart pumping. Like it was like okay, now everything's going bananas. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I love the, the 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 um the the nature bo- boy. the nature boy. Yeah, I love that track. Yeah, me I think too. You really- I think it was really well played and you know I know Aaron I've been talking to you about the siren and I loved that classic alien siren um and of course Prometheus utilized that but obviously they're really taking a different route. Um they're really selling this film in a different way which I'm you know I miss it for sure but uh it's 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 standing on its own in its own way. It's very different, you know, uh, they're not using those old tropes in terms of the audio cues. I mean, there's a yeah. couple of audio cues from alien in this last trailer and in the original, and then the trailer we saw at Christmas time. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 I no complaints from me. I, I'm loving what I'm seeing. Um, and I guess just kind of wrap this up. Um, what are your guys's? how do you feeling? Like, I, I know that there is a lot of trepidation certainly. I mean, I'm hopeful myself, I'm very excited as to what we're seeing. Again, this trailer, like the rest of you, I'm amped. I really am. Yeah. Like I, I like the trailer at, at Christmas time. I thought that was a great thing. I love the thing about the spores. It's a very different way. We're not. We're seeing a very different way of reproduction or life cycle oh. with the alien that we've never seen before. They are showing us new things. This new territory. It's a different kind of world. So much yeah. new. I think way more new stuff than we're seeing old stuff. Um. So that's yeah. that's my outlook on, um. Covenant and what my hopes are, but again to kind of wrap this up, um, what do you guys? What are your, kind of your final thoughts on what you hope to see? Okay. And... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead uh,
0: Michael. You want to go
2: ahead? Okay. Uh, I thank you. I uh, I don't know. Um, I'm I feel like uh, I'm a ten year old kid again. Um, I truly do. I I remember, like I said, I remember seeing those movies. You know, the original Alien and, and Aliens for the first time and you got like that heart pounding, and uh, you know my the hairs on my arms standing up. And you know, like Prometheus, I thought that was going to be the the answer of the movies, and it kind of let me down. But you know, I, I don't know. I, I have to agree. I'm I'm a big fan of the creature itself, and uh, you know, I watched that whole second trailer, and when he came when there was at the very end there, and the, the part where he's crawling underneath the ship, yeah. I was just like, yeah. this. I mean, I was hook line and sinker, and uh, I think we're we're all going to find out that. This trailer is a circle, and what it's doing is it's circling around. And I have a feeling there's going to be one gigantic thing that comes out in the middle of this movie, and nobody's going to expect it.
1: I, I agree. I agree. Hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, Aaron, what are your their thoughts on it?
3: I'm I'm looking forward to it a lot more now. Yeah. Um, between this trailer and just all the stuff from the set reports, it's got me, it's got me really really amped for it. I mean there's still a couple of things that I'm a bit concerned about, but i I'm waiting to see the execution, but there's so much in there that I like the sounds of and now that i've seen we've seen the new trailer, I like the looks of mm-hmm. you know it looks like a much like I was saying earlier it looks like a much grander film and there's some great scenery in there um yeah. like we were like we were saying earlier about the um temple mausoleum whatever yeah. it ends up, whatever they call it that was a great visual just this yeah. whole well, massacre ground, however you want to call it, you know, just this field of death, and that's that's great mystery there, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I also, it seems it seems like such a simple thing, but I love the fact that this film is on a jungle world. It's on yeah, it's it's in um, it's in Milford Sound. Um, it's not in flipping Jordan or uh, Iceland. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just that little change of scenery, um, I think, goes a long way um, towards, you know, I don't want to say it's a cheap way of making it fresh, because it's not cheap, Um, but it's a simple way of um, making the visuals different. You know, I I don't think we're going to see it, but I would have loved to have seen, like, um, the hived up trees, and I know know it's taken a little bit from the Aliens visual style of it, but... Covenant it does seem to be um, you know referencing aliens in some way, but I would have loved to have seen like a um, well, hive grotto in the trees and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: um,
3: I hope maybe in another film. Hopefully, if we don't get it in this, um, yeah. There's, I think this, and I can't fault people for being apprehensive about it. I can't. I was I was the same. I was just trying to be a bit more level about it. But I do I do, I'm genuinely excited. To see it on um, on the big screen to see what's to see what's coming, you know. I haven't I probably haven't felt this excited for any of them since the first time I saw, you know, the first AVP trailer back when I was a wee nipper.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ryan, and your final thoughts?
0: Yeah, I just um, I want to echo what others are saying, and um, also just yeah. I mean, there's just so much that. Uh, so much mystery in this, this film. I'm really excited for. There's a lot of, I think it's going to be the best of what we have seen. And also a lot of, uh, a lot of new stuff too. And I think that's, I think that's just uh, an awesome direction to go. Um, And I just, I'm really looking forward to see uh, where they take the story. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm way, I'm even more excited now. Um, You know, I, I know early on I was way more excited about you know wanting to see Bloom Camp's films kind of bummed that that got put off to the side and uh, they went with Covenant, but now um now I'm just fully I'm fully on board with Covenant and I can't wait for it to come out and um yeah it's it's an exciting time for sure
1: awesome. Awesome. Yeah, lastly I'll just say I love what I love about Alien more than any other of the films is the the um the sense of exploration when they're going into that derelict for the first time and the the sense of cavernous exploration and they're just climbing through and they're like what is this? Where are we? And they don't know where they are. And it's freaky. Yeah. Um and I feel like I feel tinges of that with Covenant that they're like what 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 is this place? Where are we? you know, um, and I, I really lo- long for that sense of discovery and I, that sense of discovery could have been in Prometheus, it just wasn't, there was just chatter they were just talking non-stop, talking exposition, there was no moment of silence or moment of like of reverie or reverence towards what right. they were seeing, it was just like what is this, I don't know, well what do you think, well I don't know, well this is <laughs> that, you know, it was just just like shut well, up, that- just take in the her, the surroundings and just qu- be quiet for a minute um, yeah. but I really feel like Covenant is that is that real sense of of reverence for a a new world um a place that they've been so i'm i'm amped um yeah uh again thank you guys all for being here thank you so much uh hopefully we can get all of you back on again um this has been a great episode um we just want to keep it at around an hour and a half not to kind of go on too long but uh i'm probably gonna have this episode up uh tonight at some point so, thanks hey, Aaron, sin- thank you S-
2: Michael. Sin- sincere uh, sincere thank you guys. I appreciate this. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely, my pleasure. We'll have you on again. And
3: thanks. Thanks for the invite. I do appreciate it. I'd love you, to talking alien with my fellow nerds Yes,
1: yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, total respect it. for everything that you do Aaron and how much you just put pour your life into the community for obviously no gain. And uh, so yeah, you're always welcome on our show whenever you want to come. Thank you very much. So, All right, I'll talk to you guys you.
4: later. In Dallas, dad, cargo and ship destroyed. I should reach the frontier in about six weeks. With a little luck, the network will pick me up. This is Ripley, last survivor of the Nostromo. Signing off.